guys, welcome back to the I Can Speak To podcast where everyone can speak, we just speak in different ways. And if you're new here, again, welcome to the I Can Speak To podcast and I'm your host, Portia B. So obviously the I Can Speak To podcast is formulated from my own opinions and do not represent opinions or ideas of anyone else. Listener discretion is advised. Again, kidding. So I want to take a minute just to thank everyone for listening to the podcast so far. I really appreciate it. You know, right now we're in the midst of some things like the COVID-19, obviously. So we're all at home and I hope that everyone is staying safe. But I just want you to know I got some new content coming for you very, very soon and some new activities I'm going to post on the I Can Speak To page um, Instagram account. So look forward to that. Anyway, let's get right into the episode today. All right, so today we are talking all about senses and the sensory activities that are so important for children. So we're going to cover our basic five senses, which are, I'm sure you can guess, touch, sight, smell, hearing, and taste. So when you think of senses, you obviously think that, you know, we, we smell things, obviously, we can hear Um, We like to see. Um, I like to think of my favorite food. I like to experience that with all my five senses. I had a great pizza joke for you guys and I completely forgot it and I keep trying to rack my brain. I was hoping when I started recording I would remember it, but I don't remember it. So I'm just going to tell you about how much I love pizza and how I like to smell it. I like to touch it and I like to taste it because it's so good and I love to hear the pizza man knock on the door and say hey here's your pizza all hot and ready to go not little caesars because we don't do that we only eat papa john's and if you're listening and you happen to work for little caesars or know anybody that um works there i apologize but i just don't enjoy little caesars pizza okay so anyway enough about pizza let's talk about why our senses are so important um for one they all work together they tell our brain what's going on Um, they work together as a team and we get the entire picture so it's very seldom that senses um, work alone so if you have one sense working you have another so when I think of getting the total picture when using our senses I think of let's say I'm in an art gallery if I close my eyes and somebody is describing the art to me I can hear what they're saying about it Um, and you know, maybe I can smell where I am. Um, but in order to get the total picture of the art, I need to be able to open my eyes and see it. So that might be just an example of how our senses work together. Um, I get the understanding of the art, but I want to see the art to get the full idea, um, of what that artist was trying to convey. So when we think about the senses and we've talked about why they're important, um, how can you use those senses to stimulate learning in children? So I want to talk about some different points. Um, music, playing with new textures, and water play is what I'm going to focus on today for the episode. So in regards to music, um, obviously children are using different instruments and they're learning how those instruments work. So whether you have a drum or you have a shaker or a xylophone, whatever it may be. If a child bangs on the drum, they're learning the beat of that drum. Bang, bang, bang. They're realizing that there's a sound coming from that drum. 
or if they um, even if they shake a tambourine, shake, 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 they're learning the components of that musical instrument. Um, so that's a great way um, to use the senses to stimulate learning. Um, so secondly, I want to talk about playing with new textures. So this can work with a lot of things. You can work with um, food or craft materials, um, paint, um, really even water too. We're going to talk about water play, but those are different textures. So I have actually right now in my classroom, I have a book, um, that's called basically, I think it's called things on the farm or some weird title like that, but it's basically got a tractor, yarn, um, mud and headlight pictures, but the pictures are really cool in the book because when it shows the tractors, it shows the wheels of the tractors and it allows the children to touch on the page and its ridges. So it shows you that the, the truck tire has ridges on it. Or when the tractor is in the mud, the page has a sticky portion on the page that children can um, feel. So it's like mud is wet, it can be sticky, it sticks together or it's squishy, um, it's something that they can feel. Um, it talks about the bale of hay that a tractor might carry, and it allows the children to feel like a yarn material, and it's very rugged um, and almost kind of like hairy-like. So I like things like that because it allows children to feel new textures and, and see how things work, um, see how materials feel even if you have um you know a child has um cheerios for breakfast you know they crunch them up with their hands crunch 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 this is a crunchy texture or our jello is very squishy you know um you might want to be a brave parent to do this at home but i saw an activity um online recently where some people took a giant tub and filled it with um jello and they allowed their child to, you know, put their feet in it and squish about and whatnot. And I thought that was really cool because it was a sensory play activity. You know, it allows your child to feel the texture um, of jello and how they can mash it down with their feet and squash it. So those are all learning, um, stimulating learning experiences. So um, I also want to talk about water play. So water play is really cool. And I love, 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 love um, doing water play with kids, um, just because it's, I love water. It's so much fun. So when you think about water play, you're thinking about, you can teach cause and effect. You can, um, talk about if items have, are floating or sinking. You can talk about if water is hot or cold. Um, you can do dumping and sorting with different toys. So there's so many things that you can do with water play. So with cause and effect, when you're doing water play, um, you know, that child might be splashing their feet, there might be splashing their arms in the water. So they're realizing when they hit the water, there's a splash. So I would say splash, splash, splash. Look at the water. Look how it moves when you hit it. Dumping or sorting water, um, you know, you can use small little cups for that, you know, to scoop up the water and then dump it out back in the tub. Also, hot or cold? Is the water cold? And also making, you know, those body movements to show, like, is it cold? Sh shiver. <laughs> or is it hot? 
like, ouch, so hot, too hot to get in. Or if you have items, um, I like to use ocean animals, you know, plastic toys that um, you can get from the dollar store as well. So with the ocean animals or, again, any other plastic toys you can find, you can talk about whether or not the toys are floating or sinking in the tub. Um, if you do have ocean animals, those plastic toys, um, you can wash the animals in the tub. We can talk about, um, okay, let's wash the let's wash the whale. It's time to wash the turtle. What do we need to use? Soap and water. So there's so many ways that even with these sensory activities to stimulate learning that you can build up conversation. If you're not, if I go back to music, you know, we can talk about um, how the instruments um, shake. What type of noise does instrument make? Do you like that sound? What else could we make to make that sound? Do you know anything else around the house that makes a banging sound? Does it make a shaking sound? Um, playing with new textures. How does it feel in your hands? Do you like how it feels or is it yucky? You know, just little tidbits of conversation that you have with your child. So I want to talk about um, an activity that I was going to provide for you guys to do um, at home that you might want to do. I felt like I kind of did that a little bit with water play, um, you know, just to talk about the cause and effect, um, hot or cold, floating or sinking um, to stimulate learning with children. But for the activity of the day, um, I love a good sensory bottle. So sensory bottles allow kids to um, experience how things move, what they look like, they allow them to use their senses. Um, it's also a great science activity to do as well at home. So there's different variations of sensory bottles you can make. You can make one for music. Say if you have some um, rice at home, some dry rice, you could put it in an empty water bottle or any other bottle you have and make a, a rainmaker, a shaker for them to use um, when they're dancing um, or having music and movement time at home with you. Um, another idea would be to um, make a sensory bottle with um, sprinkles and cotton balls too. One thing that I have done before in the classroom is we used gel, hair gel. It was like, I think, 98 cents at the dollar store. We tried to get like um, a green and blue hair gel, and then we put marbles in it. And then what we did is we put in an empty water bottle and we super glued the top so that the kids couldn't, you know, open it. Um, but they loved to move it around and see how the marbles floated up and down and how they maneuvered around the hair gel. So another good activity is to use shaving cream. It's a little bit messy, but um, I know kids love it. So you can buy, you know, a 98 cent shaving cream can from Walmart. Um, and what I like to do is put it all over the table and you can use food coloring too, just to give it different colors. Um, and then just let the children mess around in it. Just let them move all in it. They love it. And it's a great sensory activity. Something I also did one time was when we did a topic on ocean animals, um, we put the ocean animals in the shaving cream and, and did the food coloring blue. So it looked like, you know, foamy ocean water for them. So they were letting the animals slide around and, you know, pretend swim and things of that nature. So that's another activity you could, you know, do in combo with the water play. 
especially since we're all at home right now, um, I think it's important to have different activities for your child to do where, you know, it's fun for them. It can be fun for you. It's good conversation starters and it's stimulating learning. Um, so they're not bored. You know, when children um, get bored, it's a, it's a sad thing. We want them to be um, entertained. We want them to have fun right now. We want them to learn, um, especially again, since they're at home. So I think these are great activities to do. Um, so that is a couple of activities of the day that I gave you. Um, and I plan on posting a video soon of some different activities to do at home as well on, again, the I Can Speak To Instagram page. So I want to, again, tell you guys a quote of the day, um, just because I love quotes and applying them to this podcast. Um, the last one was Robin Williams. Um, this guy, I've never heard of him before, but I really like the quote. It says, nature is a tool to get children to experience not just the wider world, but themselves. So I think I took that as when I heard Nate, when I hear nature, I think of a child, um, you know, playing in the dirt and mud and grass. And, you know, I remember when I used to like to play in, in mud, you know, I was eating the mud and I was supposed to do that. But I like the texture of it. And my mom used to say, you don't need to be in the mud. Get out the mud. You're going to get dirty. But it's like I, I loved to experience that. You know, it's it's a full experience when you allowed your child to engage and see what their senses can tune into. You know, not just with mud, but the other things I talked about, the water, the music, um, squishy things, crunchy things, sticky things, hairy things, all those things are stimulating learning and they're learning about the wider world. Also, if you care about who did this quote, his name is Stephen Moss, and he's a nature historian, apparently. I've never heard of him, but um, thanks for the quote, Stephen Moss. Um, so, <laughs> again, guys, um, I really want to thank you for listening. Um, if you haven't, um, you can subscribe to my mailing list, um, the link is in the bio of my Instagram page. Um, or if you have any questions about the podcast or have something that you want me to talk about specifically, specifically, you can email me at the I can speak to 185 at gmail.com. Again, I can speak to 185 at gmail.com. So I have a little surprise for you guys. Um, I wrote a children's song. Yay! And I'm going to provide a snippet at the end of this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy it. The song is called Look At Me. And it's available everywhere in the world. So listen to it, buy it, download it, whatever, share it. It's an awesome children's song. And I plan on releasing more. Um, so... Also, again, if you feel inclined to, leave me a message in my email or DM me anything on Instagram to share that you love the song and, um, you know, your kids love it and you made music and rainmakers and, you know, you did, you stimulated learning by dancing to my song. Um, so anything, I would love to hear about it from you guys. So thanks again for listening. See you guys next time. Peace. Walk, walk, walk. Walk, walk.